Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. People are always asking, Scott, who is Success Hackers for? Success Hackers is for the individual that wants to 10x their business, that really wants to explode over the next 6 to 12 months. You're at the right place at the right time. If you are in a job you freaking hate, but you want to move over to becoming an entrepreneur, this show is for you also. We get the opportunity to literally peek behind the curtain and get inside the minds of some of the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then have them share their success strategies and hacks with us. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, check out the free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. All you have to do is go to IWantMoreLeads. That's IWantMoreLeads.net. Also, remember to stay all the way to the end because I have something special that I want to share with all of you. Don't forget, if you want to ask a question on the show, you can ask a question by simply typing in the email, info at successhackers.net. I read all my emails, info at successhackers.net. If you want me to ask one of our esteemed guests any kind of questions or talk about any kind of topics, make sure to type in info at successhackers.net. When you do that, I will also do you a solid favor, and I will bring up and promote you and your business name. Just go to info at successhackers.net. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who has started three different businesses grossing over $40 million in revenue, and we'll be talking about an individual who really focuses on helping motivate, educate, and improve the lives of young entrepreneurs worldwide. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Pejman Kadimi. Pejman, are you ready to rock? Yes, Scott. How you doing, buddy? Pejman Gadimi is a self-made entrepreneur and best-selling author. His business has brought in over $40 million in revenue. He's the founder and CEO of Secret Entourage and Secret Academy. In addition, his newest book, Third Circle Theory, is a powerful book which explains how some of today's top visionaries are made. Pejman, welcome to Success Hackers. Man, it's great to have you on the show. I really appreciate you having me on, buddy. Absolutely. Well, I gave our Hacker Nation a little information, but we'd love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Sure. So a lot of people actually confuse my entrepreneurial journey with kind of my businesses. So just so, you know, for people listening that so they know, most of my businesses are actually offline. Uh, I own a very large concierge service called VIP Motoring, uh, which can be found at VIPMotoring.net. I also own a large consulting agency that's been going on for over a decade now. Uh, called Secret Consulting, and then I own a, a lot of uh, like offline businesses that I actually haven't started, but I now currently am 100% owner of, uh, that I bought from others which are in the finance uh, and credit space. Past that, I'm more known online, meaning I'm more known uh, worldwide for my contribution 
to uh, Secret Entourage, meaning the platform I've created to help educate young entrepreneurs out there, as well as my books. I've authored 10 books. My latest one, Third Circle Theory, is the one that's gone kind of viral. Uh, and as a self-published book, has sold over 200,000 copies. Uh, and then uh, following that, I've also, I'm also known online for other platforms like Exotic Car Hacks and Watch Conspiracy, which are all educational in the sense of luxury lifestyles. So... Just to make sure, you know, people know that, you know, that my main focus was really my entire life was offline rather than online, even though I am more known today for my online contributions. Yeah, I want to I want to ask you a question because I read somewhere that uh, you had some humble beginnings, but then you built, you know, all these different types of businesses that have grossed all this kind of revenue. What was the one moment that you finally said enough is enough? I'm tired of being broke. Do you remember that time? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a, that was the key part that, that changed my life. I mean, me and my mom, you know, we're immigrants. Uh, we didn't have much money. We, we, I was born into uh, a working family that actually was doing really well in Iran. And then the revolution happened and we lost everything. We migrated to France as immigrants, you know, we lived in basements, uh, in, in people's like spare rooms, etc. And then my mom built yeah, you know, a great business for 10 years. Uh, she did well. And again, last minute has an opportunity to go to the States and once again goes back to being poor again. Starts a coffee shop in America with the hope that, you know, we can again uh, at least survive. And this time things get bad, meaning like we don't get that same string of luck we had in, you know, in Europe. And as a result, kind of lose everything again. And my mom ends up uh, as strong as a woman she is, as much as prestige she had in all her previous jobs and her entrepreneurial ways, she still ends up being a cashier somewhere. And, you know, I go to a place where every five years that she built something, we just would go back to zero because of our desire to be in the United States and to kind of like constantly make moves for the better of tomorrow. But we would always start from zero. And we got to a place where, you know, I saw that my mom couldn't keep up anymore, meaning that she, no matter what she was trying uh, it was just to a point where it was just too difficult. And I was like 14 years old, uh, and I just got tired of, of kind of seeing her struggle. And I said, I want to participate. Uh, and I didn't even have a green card, but I just said, I don't really care. And I'm going to go and start finding a job or I'm going to do something to try to make some money. And that's when I kind of launched the start of my life uh, in business, which was at the young age of 14. So you obviously took that, you took what you learned from your mom, who it sounds like she was a hero and is a hero of yours. And you learned from her, you've seen her kind of start from nothing, you know, get to the, I don't want to say the top of the mountain, but doing really well and then would get knocked back down a couple different times. How has that impacted your business uh, strategy and all the businesses that you start? When you, when you get into something, you start doing something, do you have that little voice that said, Look what happened to your mom. This might happen to you. If the answer is yes, tell us about that. And if it is, how do you get past that plateau? Well, I think, A, that, that's a very good question. I've never been asked that before. So that's a very uh, awesome perspective to talk about. But, you know, I think well, the one thing I did learn from my mom wasn't business skills because, you know, her thing was offline and it was in a very different economic time. So it's completely irrelevant to the things I'm doing today. But what I did learn from my mom that I would never lose that still stays with me today is I won't start something that I won't finish. Mm. Meaning, A, I'm very selective about the businesses I start, and B, I don't know how to give up or how to stop doing it. Uh, that's a good and bad thing at the same time, you know? Meaning that you persevere until you figure out a way to make it work. 
and you're selective enough where you believe in what you're starting because you're not starting every little thing that seems like an opportunity to make some money, you know? Uh, you focus on the things that matter most. But I think that seeing her fall didn't really have a negative impact on my life in the sense of, oh, I've watched this person fail. Well, what if I fail? I think it's always had more of a uh, an admiration standpoint of watching a woman uh, who's a single mother who has, you know, everything that goes to nothing and gets... Uh, just kicked by life a hundred times and still get up and still try, uh, that I think is what stayed with me and has helped kind of shape the way I think of business, people, and life in general. Yeah, and Hacker Nation, I really want you to uh, kind of grasp what Pagman just talked about. And a lot of people will use their, their past as either a crutch or as a well, or as a way to elevate them to their success. You know, we've had a lot of people on the show that have said that their past actually, like yours, Pajman, actually catapulted them to learn from maybe it was a relative or a friend or a mentor or whoever. And there was this, I'm going to make it happen no matter what mentality, because that's the mentality you have to have as an entrepreneur. When you start building these other businesses, you said that you're, you're pretty choosy when it comes to choosing which types of businesses, not only that you like or feel passionate around, but also that you think you can be successful in. You've listed literally at least three to five different types of businesses, not to mention the online stuff. So when you do choose a business, what is the one or two things that is a must for you, and how do you choose them? So it's different today than it is than it was back then. Uh, And what I mean by that is because the more businesses you have, the different you look at scaling and the different you look at the integration of a new business in your portfolio of businesses, which is very different from what it was, you know, when I started and I didn't have a business. My original thought process in the beginning, I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was more of, hey, I don't want to be poor. How do I make sure I work every single hour of my life till I'm not poor? And that doesn't matter that I work for myself, work for other. I just, if I don't have a better plan, I'm just going to make every hour count and be worth something. That was my original thought process until I started building one business and then I saw the value in it. And then I started working for others. I grew up to corporate America really fast, uh, had a very successful career in finance. So I use that again, like every time to pick you back off of that. But I look at the way I look at a business today is very different. And hopefully this will be a value to your audience. I look at something that uh, I call uh, the recycle, the recycled effect, meaning I look at my existing client base and I look at my existing resources and I look at how can I scale a new business leveraging either my existing client base as a baseline or my existing resources and capacity as a baseline so that I can go from zero to a million as fast as possible to get the business out of survival mode and rather get the business into growth mode very fast. So that's what I look at today, like recycled customers or recycled uh, resources and capacity before anything else. And then really decide, is the industry and its future aligned with one of my other brands and how will that integrate together? In other words, will they piggyback up with each other? Will they share some of these uh, like structural needs or resources in the future as much as they do in the beginning? And will the customers on one particular uh, venture become the clients of another uh, because of the trust already established from interacting with one of my businesses already. 
Yeah, and that's so powerful because what I'm hearing you say is that you're taking your existing client base and you're you're either starting or developing a new either product line or even a new company that can also have that existing client base buy some of these new products and new services. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, so it's a little bit different than a product because a product falls in the same grasp as typically uh, you know the same business, right? But what I mean by that is, you know, like I can make it very simple for you. So VIP motoring, for example, is a very big concierge service that focuses on uh, teaching people and helping. It was the first fund that actually allowed people to invest in high-end exotic cars over a million dollars. So in other words, we took people and allowed them to make investments like in the stock market, but into exotic cars. Uh, we started this in 2005. The company has been around since I was 14, but... You know, in 2005, is this model grew out of it. Now, today, I own a separate company called ExoticCarHacks.com, which is an online version of that that teaches people how to buy, leverage, and trade exotic cars so that they can drive uh, the car of their dreams without having any costs associated with it, just basically using finance and supply and demand principles that they previously weren't aware of. So it's an educational product. Now, that said, it's an educational product about a topic that I already have a client base for and I already have the capacity to keep fulfilling content for. On the other side, I also own another education platform, so I've already established myself as an educator in the online space. So as you can see with this new platform, it's kind of creating the triangle effect of connecting two businesses that may on the surface look like they have no correlation, but if you look deeper, they're opening an entry point for A, a new customer that can funnel into a, uh, the concierge service in the long term, or it's also doing it the opposite way where someone can't afford to get in the concierge service but yet can afford to get in the online education space of understanding how the concept works. So it's, it's kind of looking at the overall picture and kind of connecting like where does the business fit in today, how can it use the resources of one and the client base of another and eventually integrate as part of the three rather than just a side business. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Really powerful stuff. I, and, and one of the questions I had for you as you're talking about that is, you know, most entrepreneurs, they start one business and they maybe struggle with that and they want to get to the next level and they want to provide for their family and everything that entrepreneurs and business owners do, right? But what you're saying is you're starting up all these different companies. How how do you actually, from a time perspective and from a leverage perspective, how do you start these companies because it's obviously more than just a few. Number one, how do you start them knowing what the end game is? And number two is, how do you then, or when I should say, when do you then turn it over to a team member to run so that you can be off doing other things? So every one of my businesses currently has its own CEO except for my online education concept of Secret Entourage coupled with Exotic Car Hacks and Watch Conspiracy. Those three are still works in progress. And so I'm still involved in that because I believe in masterminding kind of like the flow of what we just talked about. Mm -hmm. And I can't trust in someone else who hasn't been with me since day one in all the businesses to understand that flow. But I mean, like VIP Motoring has its own CEO, Secret Consulting has its own CEO. Uh, eventually, very shortly, soon Secret Entourage will have its own CEO and I'll continue kind of my work in the online education space. But I think the, the key to this is if you're recycling resources or customers, well, you don't have to put in as much work, right? Because resources could be a team you already have in place for IT in one of your businesses that can now translate to another. They already work for you. They already have structure on how to work. They already understand how to be effective. So, you know, the, the learning curve is extremely smaller than the first project, if that makes sense. Mm. 
Uh, on the other side, you also have a customer base. So meaning right from the beginning, you have an opportunity to tap into your existing customer base and take some of that to build the baseline needed to kind of fund the next business without relying on venture capital or going out of the box to look for partners, which you don't want to have, you know? So, so right from the beginning, you have the opportunity to have baseline and structure right away. And this is the part that takes the longest in the business is to create infrastructure so that you can prepare a company to scale. And I think for me, what's been working really well is I've been able to recycle kind of both ends to help me scale faster and get to a place of scale instead of a, a place of building. But the other thing that's also been dominant in my life is that from a very early age in my career in banking, one of my greatest strengths is uh, as an educator, it is my opportunity to be a great leader. Uh, I've led a lot of teams, as many as 800 people in corporate America and under finance and I've also done a lot with, you know, different teams, uh, different individuals, both online, offline. So, you know, my ability to be an educator for my own team as much as I am for my customer is really the key to my success, meaning my leadership style of educating people, elevating them, and then giving them uh, the opportunity to be the best version of themselves uh, creates that loyalty typically between me and my team members, which allows them to be that extension of my arm and to the same velocity I am in times where I am not able to maybe have my mind on three things simultaneously. And then remember that once you're entering an industry and then you add a subsequent like vertical in a, of a separate business, but in a similar sense, in a, in a similar demographic for a similar customer or, or a similar industry, you already know the basics. So there is no research needed anymore. There's no like rerun of what do I need to do. It, it all kind of falls into place based on your ability to just identify what worked last time and piggyback off it. And I think this is the key to scaling multiple businesses at the same time is to not create businesses that are so indifferent, disconnected, and confused, but rather businesses that cohesively tap into one another at any given time for a baseline of survival. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, Secret Entourage that you mentioned in Secret Academy. You have a lot of super successful entrepreneurs who are part of this academy. I've seen some of the some of the videos that went on your website. Tell us how the business makes money. Uh, I know there's a membership site that unlocks a lot of the videos that as you watch, you have to pay a certain dollar amount and then you get the full sort of mini mastermind between you and this entrepreneur sharing his success hacks or secrets. Do you split the revenues with the guests or do you pay them up front? How does, how does it work? Uh, we've never paid a guest a dollar up front and we never split any type of revenue nor offer any type of affiliate opportunity where we take on the revenue of what another entrepreneur is selling their product or not. Secret Entourage uh, is very successful on, the, on one basis only. It's authentic, meaning from day one, the point of secret was never to make a dollar. Uh, the point of secret was to help create a bridge between self and formal education for people, enabling them to have access to great information and education from some of the best entrepreneurs out there who are experts in their industry specifically. So imagine if you went to a college where you were more excited about the teachers than the school itself. Like how many people actually go to college knowing which teachers are there teaching them rather than worry about the credibility of the university as a whole, you know? Uh, most people go to university as a whole and then discover which teachers they like. We're reinventing that model, allowing people to really choose kind of who do they want teaching them what, and as a result, having them all in one place doing it from experience 
not from textbook, at a very affordable one-time fee. Now, Secret Entourage as a whole was bridging that gap between formal and self-education for free. It is a free site. It, it, it doesn't cost anything. And as it grew and the hits grew and the exposure to it grew, it created a significant uh, like kind of need in the marketplace where people said, you know what, this is really cool, it's exciting, and you've just, as an educator and someone who understands people, you've really made education fun for young people to a point where they're motivated, they're inspired, and they're paying attention. So that's why Secret Entourage was really like, got popular and established itself, and we became a social brand, meaning a brand that was grown on social for people by people. Now, at the expansion of this business, obviously every business requires capital to grow, and every business requires support, you know, like any infrastructure support to be successful. And we're not a nonprofit. And for that reason, we came up with a model where we said, hey, we already have uh, all of this information because I'm interviewing people on video already, but we're not doing anything with these videos. Why don't we take these videos and release them to the public if people want to watch them and they want to be part of the group and a more intimate opportunity to learn or ask questions, they can do so in the academy at a very affordable cost. I mean, we're talking about 100 to $200 one-time fee without any type of upsells, without any affiliate marketing tricks, you know, or any type of like, you need to buy this now to access this part and so on and so forth, like full access, uh, lifetime membership for less than $200. Compare that to one textbook in a university for one semester, right? So, you know, this is a big deal for us that we've been able to do that. And we focused on creating a successful business on the idea of sheer volume rather than hogging each person for as much as we can like a university. Meaning that our goal was we wanted to impact so many people that people would share it and would find the value in it. And so we said if we create an academy that's strong enough and we make the price affordable by all people without excuses, then our only real focus should be to acquire more students rather than focus on new tricks, new marketing funnels, and so on and so forth, like most marketers in the world of self-help focus on today, which is to keep selling you more products. Our goal was to sell you one product that's continuously evolving for an affordable cost that makes it fun and that makes you part of something that actually means something and is not upselling you something else. And that's why the strategy worked. We've worked on it for five years to build that infrastructure. And since the past two years, it's been not only a successful but very profitable business that has been able to help countless amount of people with now 30,000 plus paid members, mm. as well as, you know, over a million people following us on different social channels. And it's also established kind of the groundwork for being able to tap into now new educational program completely unrelated to business and entrepreneurship. Wow, that's awesome. So if I heard that correctly, just so everybody that's listening right now can understand the Secret Entourage, Secret Academy is, it's a platform. It's an educational type platform where someone would go, a la a, a way better version of a Udemy, where they take a class for 30 bucks or 75 bucks on a specific subject, online marketing or strategy or leadership or whatever the, whatever the topic is, you interview individuals who are in the marketplace, entrepreneurs right now doing that, they then give these success strategies and tips and tricks, not tricks, but success, you know, uh, uh, platforms that they, you guys talk about for a half hour, an hour, that then unleashes, if I'm a $100, uh, if I paid my membership at 100 bucks or whatever it is, I then get access to all, the entire library that has all these different interviews with all these different entrepreneurs? 
Yes, exactly. So there's no future fee to pay based on courses. You know, like if you want to watch more, you can watch it. every new week we introduce a new entrepreneur. You can funnel based on uh, distinctive categories. Like if you want to learn affiliate marketing, real estate, if you want to learn the fitness industry, you know, we have the biggest names in fitness sharing how they created nutrition bars, supplements, training programs, like all the people that you watch and that you wonder, like, I wonder how they actually did in this industry and what's particular strategies they use, that's what they share. Now the difference between, you brought up Udemy, so I wanna make sure I clarify. Udemy is a user-driven, like meaning community. So anyone can upload a course on Udemy, and as long as it follows the quality guidelines of Udemy in terms of graphics or whatever, it gets accepted, even if the content is complete crap. So Udemy doesn't validate what they hear. Uh, and that's the difference between us. I have an extensive background in, in business, and so my goal is to filter out many of the people who are marketers out there and who haven't really done much in their life other than market products and services, right. and rather bring people who have real-world experience with proven track records, validate and actually verify that track record, and then allow them to share their teachings with our audience. So being part of Secret Entourage is an actual privilege it's not just someone's right to pay a fee and be in the group, if that makes sense. Awesome. Very, very cool. All right. As you know, Pejman, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow themselves and their business. You've already given us some unbelievable amount of golden nuggets, but we now shine the success hack spotlight on you. So what's one or two success hacks that you can leave with our audience today that can literally help them get to the business to the next level. That can be anything that you want to bring up, but two success hacks that you can leave with our audience that they can implement right away. Sure. So I'll give you the first biggest one I use every single time. Never worry about what you do. Always worry about how well you do it. This has been the key to a lot of my success through every business I touch, and it is because I'm not so worried about what industry I'm in, why I'm in it, what doesn't make sense, you know, do I like it? I worry that once I've made a decision to be in it, or if for any reason I fell into it, I really focus on how do I become the best in that industry specifically. And I think too many people focus on the what rather than the how do I become that person. Even if some people listening here, I'm sure some people don't own their businesses and still want to at some point. If you are someone who's maybe working even as a cashier somewhere, and you may say, well, who cares? I'm just the cashier. Well, no, that's not true. Everybody cares, and you should care before everybody else because you're interacting with people, and how well you do your job will define the character you build over time, which stays with you that nobody can take away from you, even if you get fired from that job. But also, it, it helps you show your character to others, and it will open opportunities for you, regardless that you want serving someone at a cafe as a waiter or that you're building a business and doing the best job possible at serving the product or service that you've you know, made a commitment to serve to your audience. Like, as long as you truly focus on how to be the best at what you do, rather than always focus on what do you want to do, what should be next, then you will eventually see that all the dots will start aligning for you. So that's that's kind of my core uh, teaching that I tell people. Always focus on how to become the best at whatever you do, because it'll build character. And then the second, I think, piece of advice I can give to people to hacking their way to success is that, Everything you've learned to date in business is a result of your perspective. And so don't assume that just because things may seem 
like something you you don't know about that they're not uh, there isn't an entire industry behind it. Like I think a lot of people you know have their perspectives on on the way life works, and as a result, kind of understand that in one industry you make money, in this one there's a cap, and so on and so forth, which is completely untrue, which is why the Secret Entourage Academy has done so well for us, because it helps open people's minds to how industries work. And, and what's one of the biggest flaws in people is that they tend to want to learn only what interests them. Meaning, like, if you're, let's say, in the supplement space, you may say, well, I have zero interest in real estate, so I don't really care to learn about real estate. And that is the mistake, because by not, like, being exposed to how real estate works, there's a lot of aspects that in the real estate business that may be applied to the supplement company. Or you may have to interact with real estate at some point as you're building your supplement company, and then you're going to be at the mercy of someone else who's selling you into it rather than the clear understanding of how an industry works. So I think continuous education in ways that you didn't previously want to educate yourself is also the key to broadening your horizon and expanding your awareness in general. Pejman, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Pejman, Gadimi, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received? Oh, man, never give up. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Clean my cars. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I love design, and every time I look at one of my exotic cars, it just it doesn't pump me up for the success thing. It just pumps me up because I believe... That someone who's designed an exotic car is passionate. And when I reflect in that passion that they spend to design a car, uh, and I see it while drinking coffee, it, it makes me want to be who they were when they built that car, if that makes sense. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self give your 25-year-old self? Take myself more seriously. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? The ability to see the world from other people's perspectives. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I am able to forecast and plan like almost 15 years ahead. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact in your business? The Alchemist. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? I would say definitely, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Instagram. I love Instagram. We've built an entire business around Instagram. So I'm a big fan of uh, the capacity of Facebook and Instagram. Pejman, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has absolutely been incredible. Thank you so much for sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, your book, anything else you want to share? Yeah, so we talked about Secret Entourage, so make sure you check that out at secretentourage.com, uh, as well as you can pick up the book itself uh, at thirdcirclebook.com. Uh, and finally, you know, if you want more information about me and kind of a collection of some of the businesses I own and kind of follow my journey, you can do so on my website as pejmongadimi.com, where you can link to all of my social profiles and kind of follow uh, just the various businesses in which everyone interests you. I'm more than happy to answer everybody's questions. There's contact forms on my website. They come directly to me. People who are in the Secret Entourage Academy also have direct access to contacting me for mentorship or help at any given time. Awesome. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. 
for this episode. Show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Pejman, along with some other really cool resources we have on the site. Oh, when you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe so that you can get all the latest and greatest new episodes. Before we end the show today, I want to make you aware of something that I talked about earlier in the intro. Besides being the creator and host right here on Success Hackers, I'm also a business strategist. And let me tell you, after working years with small business owners, I've learned that there's literally five areas in every small business where there's a treasure trove of untapped revenue and profits. But here's the problem. 99% of business owners know nothing about them and they're missing a gold mine because of it. After I discovered how bad this actually is, I now perform what I call 40-minute business makeovers where I can guarantee to help any small business owners find at least ten dollars to $50,000 in existing business revenue in less than 45 minutes without spending a cent on marketing or advertising. Well, now I want to make this available to you, my loyal Hacker Nation listeners. Completely complimentary but we only have a handful of spots available. So if you're an existing business owner and you want me to help you find additional revenue in your business without you spending any money on advertising, head over to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com for additional information on how you can grab one of these spots. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.